guys, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the SoCal Watch Reviews Podcast. I am Miguel, episode 68. We're almost at 70. Uh, P. Ross, I am tired with daylight savings. I don't like it. How are you, sir? Daylight savings suck. <laughs> yes, it does. I, I didn't get to bed till 3 in the morning. Mm, I thought okay. it was 2 in the morning, and I just totally forgot about it. Wow. It just through my whole my whole aura is off. Like I went from a nice blue aura to just bright red. <laughs> okay, oh I, I I went to sleep because the, the little one didn't want to go to sleep. Man, he was right. a movie or playing his tablet, and we're like, go to sleep, go to sleep. So we ended up going to sleep like at twelve thirty a.m. But I usually wake up at six thirty for these podcasts right. on Sunday. So it's fair to say I woke up at. 5 30 so i right. i just i'm not feeling like myself but we need to do this we do it out of passion oh yeah no doubt so we no doubt. And, no. and speaking of passion whoo we got a guy we oh, got oh, a guy. Yeah. oh yeah we had a guy super passionate Woo. i mean yes extreme so do do the introduction so we so we can I, I talk got, to him already. i got you i got you all right okay. let's do it let's do it now we have a gentleman okay this guy is like he's so extra, extra, extra passionate about his craft and yep. what he does, okay? You know what I mean? Now, we're about to get hype for Steve from the Watch Corner, baby, in the building. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? He just, he just woke up the entire neighborhood, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every morning. I'm like, hey, Sunday morning, I'm like a damn rooster. <laughs> how's it going man oh man guys thank you so much look there's nobody who does an introduction that i know of except for maybe the guy who does the ufc fighting that does the let's get ready to rumble like p-roll oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be here now going back to last night since you guys shared a little bit this is crazy but my sister calls me at last minute with my two-year-old nephew marshall it's about I already turned all the clocks up, so I'm assuming it's around 5 o'clock because I already turned everything up. And she's like, hey, uh, I need a babysitter for Marshall. We got to meet my, you know, my fiance's cousin to meet his fiance. Could you watch Marshall? You know, I'm like, hey, no problem. We'd love to have. So I was watching my two-year-old nephew for about three hours last night. So, yeah, I'm a little bit tired, you know, from him running around the house and just being excited and watching videos. And then. Of course, I'm super excited about this uh, being on the podcast. So, yeah, I get up and I work out at like six in the morning and go to the grocery store. So, yeah, I'm all amped up, man. It's all just pure adrenaline at this point. <laughs> wow, right. that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Well, be before we go sure. into uh, about you and the questions and everything else, why don't we why don't we do a wrist check? So, Steve, I am curious to know what you're wearing today. Well, you guys should already know it is the accurate from my oh. good friend somewhere in time 1304 to package exchange it just came in mm. friday yeah, the automatic man. open heart movement with the exhibition case back with rocking the custom grim reaper t-rage creations bracelet and the pk horology horology custom turquoise <laughs> so yes very nice hey adrian cool. shout out to adrian somewhere in yeah. time we need to have him on the show Much love. Much love. oh yeah he's, absolutely he's, he's a huge supporter man he's he's been there for yeah. For a yeah. long time. So what are you rocking today, man? I got on the core uh seven oh, okay, scenes. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Sting's legit, bro. Okay. Legit. 
Well, I haven't done the official unboxing, but it's already coming. I already filmed it, but it, you already know what it is. Uh, Hamilton Khaki Field Mechanical. Uh, and I just threw it on a, on a nice leather strap from uh, Watch Gecko. It yeah. completely changed the feel for me because I, I I love the original NATO it comes with. It's fantastic. But for whatever reason, leather always connects with me better sometimes, right. you know, so. But I, I like it. I like it. So, <laughs> yeah. so Steve, um, what got you into watches? I know you've been a watch collector for over 20 years. I mean, you've said it plenty of times. But what, what really piqued your interest? What was that origin story for you? Oh, I'm going to first start by saying today people are going to learn a lot about me on your podcast that they don't know. And this is going to shock everybody. What first got me into collecting watches was when I was 18 and I graduated. My mom bought me a graduation present. And wouldn't you know, it was a Timex Indiglo Expedition. And from there, Very it nice. just launched off. Man. It had the Indiglo. It had the alarm that when the alarm went off, the Indiglo popped. And from there, man, it just I just started liking the collect. Very nice. Very nice. How many, if you don't mind me asking, how many watches in your collection have you had to tell the people? Oh, man, it's over 100, you know, with the current ones that came in from somewhere in time, 1304, then a couple like the PK Horology have, and a couple that I'm gifting. Yeah, it's over 100, definitely. Mm. Okay. Um, how does your, now, if you don't mind me asking, how does your wife feel about you spending so much money and so much time on this? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I think she's excited for me now, you know because things are starting to happen. But at the same time, as long as I keep her stocked up on wine, she's fine with my watch. <laughs> right. I know that's right. I know. That. Who cares about the bills, right? It's just, just right. you pay this month's uh, mortgage. It's, it's fine. Just as long watches as you have wine. wine. Watches and wine. Watches and we'll live wine. on the street. It's okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, that's hot. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, man. So you got into collecting because of time mix, but how long... Uh, so 20 years so that's a long time but yeah. what did you start watching youtube uh videos about watches or, or what what piqued your interest to that next level to like really get into like the next level of collecting which would be like connecting with the circle of like you know well YouTube. this might surprise you guys this is gonna really surprise you guys honestly i started my ig account i want to say at the end of 2017 beginning of 2018 so okay. up until that point, I wasn't really watching too much things on watches. So it's not until I created my Instagram account. Because here's the thing. I'm going to be 46 this May 21st. I'm kind of old school. I like technology. But at the same time, eh, I was late with doing the social media thing. My wife was on there. She's like a wine influencer in our state of Maryland. So she's an up-and-coming wine influencer, you know, of local wine. And it just kind of piqued me. Like, you know something? I have a passion for watches. I like to cook. I like cats. And, you know, let me just go ahead and start this. So it didn't really, honestly, it's always been peaked. But the social media aspect never really played a part in the collecting to get it to the next level. It was just always there, you know. Mm. However, would it be fair to say, because this happened to me. So right. I was into watches, but I wasn't obsessed with watches. It wasn't until I got into social media that I it, it just overtook my life because you're surrounded by it 24 right. seven and it just seems like it consumes you. And I was like, how much of that is watches and how much mm -hmm. of that is the actual social media that I'm looking at posts and listening to people and all this. And I'm like, man, before I used to like watches, but now it's like a whole lifestyle. Was, was it the same for you? I mean, watches were a part of life, but. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, yeah, I've always been on the, but you're right. But the social media aspect, definitely with the Instagram and then starting to watch the YouTube content career. Yeah, that definitely played a 
critical role in like, I need to get this watch now, or, you know, I need to get this. So yeah, it did. Cause it opened up like Pandora's box for me as far as like, you know, like PK horology. I found PK horology watching a YouTube video. It's a guy named watching Wade who has a YouTube channel and he showcased, uh, P52 bomber, I want to say, custom bronze case watch that with a custom dial that PK Horology did. So I'm like, oh my goodness. So right away, I started following PK Horology and talking about my first build. So you're right. So definitely social media and YouTube and IG influenced it heavy, big time. So yeah, there is that aspect. But as far as the passion for horology, ever since I was a small boy, I loved antique clocks because my father was an antique dealer and an avid antique watch i mean antique clock collector and watches so yeah he and my dad kind of played a role too from a small boy with that you know that's cool well i do see a lot of tattoos on you so when was that first clock tattoo or horology tattoo it was recent it was my it was my pocket watch here um it was uh right around september it was right before me and my wife's anniversary um but i got it I was like, you know something? I want to get a pocket watch. And this is my 1868 Waltham P.S. Bartlett pocket watch. Cool. And it has the time mm. we were married and the nice. date. So, yeah, I was like, I need to rock something for me and my wife to commemorate our, you know, being married and things. And, you know, they always say, like, don't ever get a name of somebody. Look, I've been with my wife for 20 years of September the 6th. It's ride or die, man. So, you know, it's one of them things where I love her to pieces. Mm. And she's my soulmate. And if something ever happened to her, I would never remarry. That would be it. I would just be a lonely watching cat and tattoo guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. You know, that's good. That's that's yeah. good. It's it's For always sure. it's always nice to have somebody in your life aside from watches, right? To have right. somebody love and respect and and be there for you through the ups and downs and 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 all this craziness of watches, right? And I, I know, look. I know I talk a lot of smack about my wife and like, oh, she's not supportive when it comes to spending money and this and that. But to be honest with you, it's like she's been pretty supportive. And and, and I don't just spend money on watches. I, like I, my I camera was gear. about to say that I, I don't think you give her the credit she deserves. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, I, I know she gives me grief about this and that. But at the end of the day, I end up getting the thing or right. spending money on other things. Or like right now, she's never, ever giving me grief about this podcast or waking up early or right. later on. I'm like, oh, dragging in my son wants to be there you know she'll, she'll tell me a little bit like hey maybe you know get some rest or something but you need to have the energy to play with your son but right but yeah right. no she's she's uh find yourself somebody good whether it's a, the man or a woman whoever li listening watching this find yourself somebody <laughs> somebody to love right so <laughs> but yeah, steve sure. thank you so much for coming on we're, we're definitely excited oh, yeah, to talk to you and and our goal really at the end of the day is just to connect with cool people and and talk about watches right. right and their passion and what got started uh what what got that passion started for them so right before exactly. we get into the next question i want to know about this invicta batman situation. <laughs> i think you know steve's I mean? past uh, that but he'll he'll talk about it yes <laughs> yeah. i will yeah that p rolls you know something brother you're bringing up a very controversial subject because yeah here, i, I got my first I got my first thumbs down this week on one of my videos on YouTube and a nasty comment about that. Yes, I thank you guys. Congratulations. You are part of the crew yes. now. You are part yes. of the crew. Yes, yes. I have a troll now, and his name, believe it or not, is Bob Ross. 
and he has a picture of the painter Bob Ross as his <laughs> really? YouTube account. And um, I don't want to go too far with this, but there's a backstory. So yeah, check this out. So me, okay, you know, you guys know that I do beer and watch chats on Friday night with Adrian Sales, yeah. somewhere yeah. in time, thirteen oh four. He hosted with me. Okay, so a few weeks ago in the comments section, which is this whole other entity of a IG live in the comments section going on, we noticed that PK Horology, Peter, was talking about placing a, 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 a wristwatch in water and unscrewing the crown and pulling it out, that it could be done. And so that sparked a lot of conversation in the chat on the side conversation. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I started talking to Peter about it because we talk on the phone and things. And he, and he showed me how it could work. And at the time, he had the average Joe Invicta that he did with the Avalon show around it. So he had that mm -hmm. watch apart. He actually showed me the stem, which actually has these little tiny O-rings inside of it. And then he showed me inside the case where it has the gas. So I'm like, you know, something that just put it in my head, like, you know, this is cool. So I did my first test up here in my watch room for two minutes. And then people were kind of not really convinced that it could work. So I talked to, you know, a few people. I'm like, you know something? I'm going to take that sucker and I'm going to put it in 14 hours in my laundry tub Ooh. in the basement. So I did. <laughs> I did. Right. And there was no turning back. At that point, I have to admit to you both. To say that I was not a little bit nervous about that is an understatement, okay? All night long when I was sleeping, I was thinking about this watch. Like, I am going to look like such an idiot the next day if I pull push the crown back in and it's like just doing nothing. So that was running through my mind. But I'm like, at the same time, if it's messed up, I'll send it to PK Horology. He'll put a brand new $45, I think it's like a, Miota movement or like one of those Seiko uh, movements. NH35. So like, yeah, NH35. So I'm like, you know, some at the end of the day, it's not, it, it's a win-win for me either way because I'm showing people what it can do. So anyway, I did it and it worked and it wasn't, and I did the video on it and it wasn't until a few hours later that a little bit of condensation formed underneath the crystal, which we all know was a form of water, water vapor. So I called Peter up before I posted the next video and he told me to unscrew the crown. And after I made the video, the water had already dissipated and went away. So just unscrewing the crown back got rid of it. So at the end of the day, yes, it did work, but there is a breach somewhere in it. So he was correct. You could do it. But this watch was five years old, and I should probably not have done it. And everything that I posted, I posted a disclaimer. Do not try this. <laughs> now, it would have been really uncool of me. To not right, come right. out with that second video. Here's my thing. I have a reputation and people trust me on here. Now, what kind of guy would I have been if I would have not shared that last video and somebody would have done it? They would have DM me with a nasty message. Right. Like, why did you do this? So that's why I wanted to document everything. So at the end of the right. day, it worked. I already have that watch boxed up now. It's going back to PK Horology on Wednesday to bead blast the whole case and the whole um, bracelet. And he's going to remove the movement to do that, obviously. And he's going to document a video on it if there is water spotting inside the movement. If there's not, then at the end of the day, it was just a temperature change of the condensation from going outside where it was cold to my house, which is heated. So right. we'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned for that last video. But 
at oh, the end yeah. of the day, it worked. It worked. It did work, though, at the end of the day. But, you know, I was getting hate from Invicta people, not directly to me. Maybe not hate. Maybe that's a strong word. I was getting some people that were losing their minds in the Invicta crowd, not telling me now, okay? They were telling others in the Invicta crowd, which getting back to me, that they wanted to know why I was doing that. Like, what is my problem? So it did generate a lot of buzz. At the end of the day, I'm happy I did it. Right, right. You know? And that, that's strange that they would come at you like that because, you know, considering... Uh, <laughs> 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 considering that you're trying to prove how great Invicta is. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, but while we enter that, why do you think Invicta guys get a lot of slack? You mean, did you mean flack? Because I read that comment. You mean that they, why they get slack, a lot of flack? Slack, 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 okay, flack. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, hate, yes. right? Yeah, hate, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. No, when I saw that question, when you guys emailed it to me, I'm like, wait right. a minute, that's not what you Yeah, flack. Yes, Okay, we talked about this Friday during beer and watches when I had Trap Vision 3D Travis on. Basically, I think the number one reason is they isolate themselves because right. of the hate. Because of the hate, that's why they have all these Invicta groups and things like that. Because of the so much hate that is spewed towards them. There's actually people, YouTube content creators that have called, famous YouTube content creators who have called everybody who's collected or owned an Invicta. Stupid. Yeah. And uneducated. Now, how are you going to say that about some? How can you? How could you have a YouTube channel and spew that kind of hate or disrespect towards another person that's a fellow watch hobbyist enthusiast? At the end of the day, that blows right. me away. I think right. that they have to separate because of this kind of raw hate. At the end of the day, um, I think at the end of the day, the people that hate the Invicta crowd and the Invicta watches. The thing that really blows my mind is they do not own an Invicta. They've never strapped one on their wrist. Now, my thing is there's an Invicta for everybody. Now, you know, my buddy Adrian Sales, somewhere in time, 1304, is trying to find that piece right now. He said it Friday during a beer and watch chat. He is looking for that piece. And I an might Invicta? have to. He's yes, looking for yes. an Invicta? Okay. Right, he's looking for an Invicta. And I, well, you, you came in during that, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right? And I think you and Trap recommended a few. And he doesn't want to get the 1852. So let's think about this. At the end of the day, everybody's right. 1852. That. Yeah. That, or is it the 1952? 19, 19, uh, what is it, Miguel? The, uh, I don't know. The, the two that yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. the 1953. 1953. Well, yeah. 1953. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So now 1953. So he doesn't want to get that one because everybody has it. You know, it's it's cool, but he wants to get a unique piece. So, you know, I just think there's one for everyone out there. Even my wife that's not a watch collector has an Invicta. She has an Invicta skeleton. We have his and hers Invicta skeleton watches, manual watches. And I think at the end of the day, because of them isolating themselves, and starting their own groups, they have their own crews. I think that that gives them a bad rep, but they're not bad people. At the end of the day, they're just watch collectors. So it's all about what we're doing here, right here, this interaction. That At the end of the day, that's all it's about. I don't care if you collect $20 uh, or $10 Armatron watches from Walmart. I would still friend you. I would still like your posts, and we could talk, you know? True that. True that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I find that uh, I think uh, so. P, you and I were having a conversation, obviously, about Invicta and Invicta collectors. And in right. my opinion, it's like 
I personally don't connect with Invictas because of the way that they look. And I've actually owned an Invicta. My mom gave me one. And I just didn't connect with it because it was too 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 much for me, right? That specific model. With that said, you're right, Steve. There is so many models to choose from. But like the one that I like the most is pretty much the homage of like the Rolex. And I again I don't like homages. I like original designs. But at the same time, you don't see me bashing Invicta or the Invicta collectors. And I would never do that because right. it's your money, it's what you like. And I just didn't connect with them, right? But what mm -hmm. I do see is hate from both sides right so i see the non-invicta people hate on the invicta people and vice versa yeah. the invicta people throw shade at the other people and it's like no 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 you guys just need to stop you know it's right. like at the end of the day it's all watches it's all yeah, it should sure. be all love and exactly. it's not you know and that's so right. stupid like it's mm -hmm. to me like a venom right and i'm again i'm not gonna hate on anybody to me a venom is too much it's like it's too crazy you know i like right. the simplicity of other things but if i see somebody wearing one i'm not gonna throw hate on them or leave a nasty right. comment it's like you spend your money on that and you mm -hmm. feel comfortable enough wearing that good for you good right. for you yeah. it could be almost like tattoos right steve like some people right. hate tattoos some people love right. tattoos but you just right. can't hate on them that's what you want to get right. on your on your skin that's what you want to get right. yeah Yes, exactly exactly but you know something well come on we all know this come on guys we all know this that it is what do you call it unbiased prejudice or 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 i, I guess that's the word it's like it's like basically unbiased prejudice towards a person you don't know nothing about it. you see somebody right away and you form an opinion and you can yeah. i mean i'm not saying everybody does but sometimes when you look at somebody and it might even be because what they're wearing on the wrist you might right. be like Oh, this guy right here must—he's got a Rolex somewhere. Oh, this guy must be really expensive. I mean, you know, yeah, it's just right. it, at the end of the day, it's always going to be like that. But you know, I'm different. I'm a hybrid. Like, I, okay, I have to say, me and Trap Vision 3D are hybrids because not only do we love Invicta super, super much, we collect everything. So we're kind of different. And even he said Friday that people in the Invicta only community kind of sometimes question him because how can you love Invicta? and go on Invicta Cruises and have a Casio G-Shock. Oh, my goodness. That's horrible. I mean, come on. You know, who? nobody makes rules. There's no such thing as watch rules. Collect and love what you like. At the end of the day, that's it. You know? Yeah. True that. See, and that's that's my problem with these. Um, I, I've been digging a little bit deeper with the, the Invicta thing because I really want to understand it. So Trap Vision right. 3D came into kind of my you know a uh, sphere of of people that i to watch right? right and i've been watching his channel <clears throat> trying to understand right their their mentality and i see that they love i was telling p this right i see that they love invicta and that's all pretty much what they talk about and it's right. funny to me because it's like all right that's interesting you know because in my channel and in a lot of my group of friends we don't just talk about one brand we talk about right. everything it's like right. we love everything equally but these guys seem to be it's almost like a cult and i'm not trying to insult anybody but it almost really does seem like they look up to invicta and they praise invicta and it's all about right. invicta and it's like right. it's fine that you like invicta but why don't you give other watches an opportunity right. just how you guys from the invicta crowd are telling the other people like such as myself to give right. invicta a try so right. it goes both ways you know we can't be hypocritical and like I said, True. at the end of the day, it's just like we need to 
change things because it sucks that there's hate within our community. Such a niche thing, right? Watches are mm -hmm. for nerds, right? I mean, there's right. not a lot yeah. of people talking about watches. And then the small groups that we do have, there's hate between us, right? Yes. And I mean, let's not even talk about the luxury items, right? right. Because then right. the guys are just snobby and you can't change that. that. That's just, it comes with the territory, I guess, you know? Right. So. And then at times I really feel like uh, strictly Invicta guys are really missing out on a whole lot. Yeah, yeah yes, sure. you yes. know what I mean. Like just staying with that particular brand. You know what cool. I mean. Like you can love it, you can have it, right. but it's 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 like uh, it's so much more to the universe. Right? Let me so let me ask you something uh, to YouTube because I know you guys own Invictas and you like crazy models. I know you guys have them. So yeah. do you think that's possible, though? You think these guys that they like these really out there models could also like something as simple as like a Hamilton that looks very plain, very kind of boring, if you will. Right. And I'm not talking about you guys because you guys are hybrids. Like you said, you guys own everything. But these really hardcore Invicta collectors have hundreds of them. Is it possible for them to step outside? Yeah, I, I think so. You know what I'm saying? But when you look at Invictus catalog, what actually pops out are like the Venoms, the uh, the Sea Dragons, the, the Sub Aquas. Those that's the big watches are what pop out. But they do have watches on the scale of like like that. You know what I mean? Right. You know, like this what is a that? Casio. This is a Casio. Oh, okay. I was like, that isn't Invictus. Yeah. I've never seen that. Nah, oh, nah. Okay. but they do have watches like that small that okay. you can actually get you know what i mean but it's just the bigger things that <clears throat> pop out i know a lot of invictors that i have are between like uh like i know the venoms are like up to 50 millimeters but a lot of the invictors i have are like between 38 and like 44 millimeters you know what i mean right. like you know so there are pieces out there that you can get that's smaller and not gaudy you know what i mean so but that's just what pops out the, the right, bigger right. over the heel pieces. Well, well, you know something? I blew people's mind this week, Miguel, when I rocked my 1960 manual wine in Victor, right, man. Let me tell you, I got so many, you wouldn't believe it. Like, I'm talking these Invicta-only guys that have huge pieces. A lot of them are young guys. Here's the thing. A lot of them are younger guys, too, just getting into the watch hobby. And, of course, Invicta, here's my thing. Invicta is a good way to start a young person into watches. Um, and here's the thing too, Trap Vision talks about like in the nineties, you know, the real big watches, you know, doing like the rap videos and things in the hip hop scene were really, really popular. Even in the eighties, the gigantic pieces were popular. And I think for a lot of young guys, I think a lot of young guys starting out like these gigantic pieces. So Invicta is a brand that really, you know, they really see that brand like, wow, man, this is awesome. But like I said, this Invicta manual wine I did blew people away, man. I mean, I think I got like 250 likes on it, man. It's crazy. Yeah, wow. People don't realize that they have small watches in the beginning. Right. And you said that's from the 1960s? Yes, the 1960s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and those designs were actually better. I think. Right. Well, because they, they got bought you know out I mean? in the 90s, right? right? I forgot who bought them, but once they got okay. bought out and they went on HGTV, that's when they completely yeah. changed everything. But right. I've seen some... Right some really beautiful vintage pieces like yours, Steve. Yeah. Like I, I, I was like, okay, that's the Invicta that I would own. Mm -hmm. I, I, I align right. with the vintage stuff. Like that's right. cool. I like that. So well, even average Joe watch reviews commented. He said, Steve, that is one that I would rock. Cause you know, average Joe, you know, he, 
he, he's not into the pretty much that Invictus, he said. He right. has a Russian diver. But he, he commented on my post. He's like, yeah, that's one that I would rock. So, I mean, I, I just right, made yeah. me feel happy that other people thought that that was a cool piece. I just like sharing. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can love it. You can hate it. I like to share what I own to show other people. There's other watches out there. That's all it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. So what's, what's one watch in your collection right now? that it's your favorite like if, if, if somebody said you need to get rid of every single one of mine oh it's crazy but you need to pick one what would that one be it's probably got to be what i'm rocking the accurate because the thing is this really well mm. and this is why i know it's a bold statement but because i'm having the honeymoon phase that's why mm. i just strapped this one that it's the honeymoon right. it's from my friend it's from my friend adrian man like these sentimental these pieces that I'm getting from other people that I'm friends with have a very, very strong sentimental value. So I have to yeah. say it's the accurate right now. Seriously, I'm in the honeymoon phase. Can you tell us a little bit yeah. more about it? I'm not I'm not too familiar with that brand. Is it a what what kind of movement does it have in it or um it is I believe it's the Myota movement because my watchmaker was expect inspecting it yesterday. It's a brand over in the UK and London. It's a it's a London brand. So mm. that's the big mm. draw is it's their own in-house, you know, watch that they make. It does have a Myota movement. I'm not sure on on which movement it is on it, but my watchmaker, I, I was scared he didn't want to give it back to me yesterday because he was really clinging on to it big time <laughs> you know mm. uh he, he was in love with it but you know the one thing that i don't like about it and i'm gonna do a review since now you know i have the channel and stuff the pins you won't you won't believe this guys so i tried to size it okay i tried to size it on live friday night and i spent like three pins man um i was using this little small hammer here with the little plastic tip mm-hmm. on it and the pins are hollow they're not stainless steel solid oh. And they suck. My watchmaker oh, had to put it back together with me, and he had to give me solid stainless steel pins. But mm. the pins suck. The bracelets are wonderful, but the pins, they, why would you skip out on a five cent pin? You know what I'm saying? At the end right, of the day. Yeah, right. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. Right. That is Man. crazy. Yo, so we know that you're an Invicta and Seiko fan. If you had to choose one brand between Invicta and Seiko, mm. which one would it be? Oh, my goodness, man. You guys are killing me. I know with this question, I've been struggling with this all day <laughs> yesterday. I guess at the end of the day, now, please, nobody un- unfollow or unsubscribe to me when I'm saying this. It would have to be Seiko, seriously. Right. It's something about vintage Seiko and the Seiko monsters I am obsessed with, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, yeah, I'd have to say Seiko. At the end of the day, sorry, guys. I'd have to say Seiko. Yeah. Nah, you ain't got nothing to be sorry for. That's <laughs> well, if you, if you think about it, a lot of the right. Invicta watches have Seiko movements in them. Movements right, in them, right. Yeah. So, I mean, that just that just speaks volumes mm-hmm. of Seiko. Yeah. And, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with liking Seiko more than Invicta. Right. And right. I, I agree with you. I don't have a monster in my collection, but I, right. I could appreciate them, right? And I, I, I right. love Seiko, sure. man. I mean, I'm a, oh, I yeah. think Seiko is my favorite brand, like out of everything. Yeah, for so, sure. Absolutely. What about you, yep. P. Ross? Uh, Seiko is definitely one of my favorite brands. It's in the, it's in my top three. No, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. What? Pick one. No, you, you put Steve through this. You got to right, pick right. one. Oh, I ain't, go. one. I, I ain't got to go through nothing. Seiko, definitely. Like, without question. Yeah. Okay. I choose Seiko. Yeah, for nice. sure. Crazy, crazy. Without now, question. Steve, do you have... I know you have all kinds of brands in your collection, right. but do you have a 
top tier brand, if, if that's what you want to call it, like an Omega or long jeans or something that's kind of higher Swiss, you know, um, grade. My tag, my tag Hoyer, it would have to be, yeah, definitely my tag Hoyer, my tag Hoyer, uh, I guess I'm on Movada pieces. They're all vintage, but at the end of the day, they right now, I mean, honestly, they're my, my, I guess my top tier, you'd have to say, yeah, I don't have any Omega. I actually own the Omega manual wine. I really liked it. It was beautiful. But at the end of the day, I ended up sending it back and getting something else. I just wasn't happy with it. I guess, it was, I guess maybe because, I don't know. I think I really would like to get a Speedmaster, man. You know? Oh. I, I I think Ooh. you should. I think yeah. you should. Um, yeah, to be honest with you, it's like, and, and I see the appeal. I think a lot of times it's not really much about money. It's about the icons, right? So it's more right. about those pieces that, that you kind of lust over. And I think right. once you get them, uh, it, it could be a good thing or a bad thing, right? You could be like, oh, I'm so disappointed. This was such a hyped item and it, it didn't just stand up to what it was supposed to be or vice right. versa. You know, it could be. A beautiful piece and you're like crap i can't stop thinking about it and that right. happened to me i've said it before I, I went to my jeweler the guy that fixed my watches or whatever and he's rocking a rolex mariner ultimate grill piece for me and i was like ah, i never actually handled one should right. i ask him for it and he's like yeah sure you know put it on play with it whatever and i did right. he gave me the bracelet i i Put it on the bracelet and i was just enamored i was like all right <laughs> this sucks because now i don't know when i'm going to be able to afford this or even get one but it just it completely blew my mind and i was like it's not even about the rolex name it's just about the aesthetic and and how iconic this thing is and how it wears on the wrist i mean it, and, and how it winds and it's next level stuff so i'm like dang i don't even want to get into like a patek philippe or longa or Audemars piguet because i'll probably be even more in love and never be able to own one so <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. yes sir yeah but steve what what um what's next right now for you i guess you, you've been looking at any other watches to add to your collection um well i always have something on hold <laughs> you know like with my watchmaker yeah. or with yeah. or with gerard's vintage watches so right now i owe 58 dollars on an invicta bolt beautiful beautiful now let me tell you something about my watchmaker not only does he repair things but he gets the most unusual watches. It doesn't matter if it's a Seiko, if it's an Invicta, that you can find. You, you can't find the stuff that he gets, basically. And I don't know where he gets it from. He's not telling me his secret. But I have that on hold. Other than that... Um, that is an Invicta boat. Yeah, it's an Invicta okay. boat on a stainless steel bracelet, but it's unusual. I've never seen another one like this. So I can't wait to flex it for the Invicta uh. community. But other than that, Really, honestly, I'm working on some projects with build with PK Horology on watches, and I actually have a custom piece he's holding for me. I can't wait to get that. It's like a bronze case. So, yeah, other than that, really, not too, too much. Honestly, I'm pretty satisfied at this point with what I have coming in. And, you know, I'm in that state. where We all get in this state where you're satisfied for the moment until the next piece. Now, you know what one I want, Pete? I'm interested in the one you're rocking right now because you can change the date to the different sins. I'm really yeah, curious yeah. about them. Uh, I kind of want to get one. So if I had to get another one right now and you put me on the spot, that mm -hmm. would be the piece right there. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. But right. did you know something? Did you know something, P? Did you know that they're coming out with an automatic version of it? That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, they had an automatic version before they actually sold out of it. Right, right. It was a black PBD is what yeah. Adrian told me. So, yeah, yeah. I want to get that. Yes. Yeah. 
So hopefully cool. in May, it'll be out. Right, right. Yes, Sounds sir. good. Cool. So I do have a question for you, Steve. So obviously you uh each Seiko right over over invicta but if you had to choose from uh i guess a country right so swiss japanese german um who would you pick what what, what manufacturer would you pick for for watches and why and if you could pick maybe a brand out, out of that country based on what you tell us you know give us a better idea of uh, where you stand I guess I'm going to have to say Japanese then, since uh, mm. Seiko, Seiko movements, the good ones are out of Japan. I mean, they got their stuff together. They know what they're doing. So I'm going to have to go with that. I'm not disparaging any other. But yeah, for me, Japanese, I'll tell you, there's nothing like a Japanese Seiko, man, made in Japan. For sure. Would you, would you ever be interested in checking out Grand Seiko? Yes. That would definitely, and I wouldn't call that a. You see how he lighted up? Did you just see how he lighted up? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, I, I wouldn't call that a grail piece because that would just mean that I would have to save up a little bit longer versus, you know, what I normally would spend. But yes, definitely, I do need to get a Grand Seiko in my collection. Yes, definitely, that would be a goal in the, the future. Right. You know, I was so. I was listening to, and I haven't I haven't finished listening to it, but uh, there was an episode uh, put up by the Hodinki uh, crowd in their podcast station, and they were talking all about Grand Seiko and how it used to be, obviously not mainstream back in the day, right? right. It used to be kind of mm -hmm. like a, a brand that if you knew, you knew, and you couldn't get right. it in the states. But what I what I've noticed, and I even talked about, it, is that now that it's become a mainstream brand and it's here in the states and everybody knows about it, their prices are starting to spike up. Oh yeah, and it's so true because a few years ago I was pretty intrigued in that snowflake, right, the one with the spring right. drive. Yeah, that's and nice. Yes. I forget the price. It was like in the three thousands pre-owned back in the day, I think. Yeah. But now they're like six thousand or something. I'm really? Like, Whoa, yeah. Right. Because I was looking uh, at him, I'm like, what do I have to do to get into and that's something pre -owned, like that? And that's pre-owned. Oh, that's pre-owned. That's pre-owned. Uh, and uh, furthermore, Grand Seiko just came out. I don't know the reference, but they came out with uh, uh, with one model that's actually made out of platinum. And they're charging, uh, I think, $120,000 for it. So oh, I'm not really happy about the trajectory of where, where Grand Seiko is going. Obviously, right. back in 2017, they separated from Seiko. I don't know if you generally right. know that, yeah. but they're right. no longer they're their own company so right. I, I i think that um they're just getting too expensive and i hope they don't get to the point where it's just it just it's overpriced and and now mm -hmm. grand seiko wouldn't be a value proposition anymore because right now right. it's like oh you get a lot for your money in this night, right. but right mm -hmm. it's crazy That's i could definitely see it i gotta check that platinum one out though 120 okay. yeah well, there's there's a new one that came out. The Birch is it the Have you guys seen it? The Dow looks like Birch or something, and the retail on that and it's stainless steel or titanium, one of the two. It's almost ten thousand dollars, and it's crazy because it's like, whoa, okay, you're, they're they're definitely going up in value. I don't know right. if it's a yeah. value proposition Ooh. anymore at that right. point, but <laughs> mm -hmm. crazy, yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah, but I, I would definitely love to check one in the metal. I haven't seen one, but I, I've heard nothing but great things about the finishing right. and, and the dial, right? It's all about Oh, the you dial can tell you can, you can tell the finishing on the pictures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get a real good pick of a grand seco, you can tell like the the the, the, the textures are outstanding. Right. I bet. Yeah. You know. Crazy. So That's what insane. is your ultimate grill piece? 
Okay, well, I wrote it down, too. I did my homework. It's the Rolex. It would be right now if I had the money to drop it right now. It would be the brand-new Rolex 2021 two-tone blue subsy, reference number 126613LB. Was not yeah. expecting that. Wow. Was not <laughs> yes. expecting All right. That. Was not <laughs> yes. expecting that. Yes. Yes. I was expecting some like, maybe Omega. Right, right. Yeah, you know, that's what I was expecting, you know. That's, yeah, I wasn't that's expecting awesome. Rolex. I never really yeah. heard you talk about Rolex, Steve. But uh, I guess, yeah. look, at the end of the day, I'll watch people. And I'm generalizing here, but for the right. most part, like Rolex, it's always, I mean, we know what it is, you know. It's, it's right. From a standpoint of, in my opinion, from the standpoint of how it looks, it just looks so iconic. Right. And from, uh, I, I know people hate talking about this, but from a financial standpoint, you know, oh, you're yeah. going to buy it and not lose your ass. I mean, come right. on. Exactly. Right. Right, so what is right, it? What but, is it about that? Uh, about Rolex or that Mariner that you say that's that's your grail? What? I don't know. It's just I know I I personally work with people that have that have had them. Okay, so okay, and it's just not that. It's just something about it. But I have personally held one, had one on my wrist. You know, like I said, I have people at my job that have Rolex, and it's just something about it. I don't know. It's that blue doll. It's just something about that blue. Mm. I, it. So I know that sounds kind of crazy because there's a lot of cool blue dolls, but it's just something about <laughs> their proprietary stuff. Look, they make right. their own steel, they make their own gold. I mean, what's not the love about, you know, a Rolex, honestly, is that my Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever actually considered maybe consolidating your collection, selling a bunch of things and saving up for a Rolex? Or has that not really crossed your mind? Absolutely no. I can shut that down right away. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I would never do that. Here's the thing. My pieces do not leave my collection. The only exception is I have gifted a couple, okay? Like Lucian, Louis the Lovebug, B.P. Walker's son. Um, you know, we met up two Saturdays ago, and I returned the Casio Oaks that he lent Average Joe Watch Reviews channel that he was so nice and gracious enough to have Average Joe ship to me. And um, I gave him a Boulevard Marine Star Vintage, which was one of my favorite vintage pieces. But at the end of the day, I wanted him to have something, since he's a new young collector, obviously, in his collection that was a really dope, super cool vintage piece. And I figured... You can't get much better than a vintage bull of a man, in my opinion. <laughs> I agree. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah, I, sure. I, I still can't believe you traded with the uh, average Joe Watcheries that Accutron. Ooh, that's that space. I got a lot view. of flack for that. Got a lot of man. flack for that, Miguel. And yeah, that Accutron is, is that Accutron is something else. Yeah, I would I would have traded you in a heartbeat too, man. I mean, you, you gave away a piece of history. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome, right, right. And they going up in price. Oh yeah, definitely, no doubt, yeah. man. Look. When I bought mine, I'm gonna say it was around three ninety nine, and the same website where I buy a lot of my vintage. I only, okay, I'll tell you guys the disclaimer here. I only buy vintage watches from one website, and that is Gerard's Watches, and he's just a trusted source. He's been doing it since 1975. He's my father's age, close to 72, um, and he just has watchmakers off-site that service all his stuff he is the head right. of the michigan watch association but obviously because of covid it's shut down so he's like a big figure in the pre-owned vintage watch business out there 
Um, and I trust him 100%. A lot of my vintage are either from him or my personal watchmaker, Tony. That is it. I've never bought a vintage watch from eBay. Not saying that I wouldn't, but I just don't trust when it comes to nice vintage pieces. I want them serviced. And everything I buy is always serviced. So at the end of the day, I'm only going to buy a service vintage piece, you know. For sure. Fair point. Absolutely. Fair point. So what is it, Gerard.com? Or what do you know the yes, website? Yes, Gerard's, yeah, Gerard'sWatches.com. Yes. So they sell everything vintage and in between yeah. or just vintage or? Yeah, everything. They, yeah, they do some modern, but it's mostly vintage. He has pocket watches mm -hmm. on there. So at the end of the day, he specializes in totally vintage. Mm, cool. So yes. what about your uh, what about your watchmaker? If if people wanted to uh, get in touch with them, how would they go about that? Does he have a website or a phone number? Or? No, he doesn't. Unfortunately, unless you're local to Baltimore, Maryland. He doesn't do it. He used to have an eBay store. He doesn't do nothing online. Yeah, strictly just come in, you know, so it's just local and it sucks. I know it sucks because I would love to share my watchmaker with everybody. I think it would be a cool thing. But at the end of the day, he's semi-retired. He does this because he likes it. He doesn't like to take on a lot of new people. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm one of his old customers so he doesn't necessarily like to take on a lot of new people i mean if that makes sense being right. yeah. you know. so yeah hey well maybe so, if he has some cool pieces we could connect with the guy what do you think oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll he'll make an exception for your friends <laughs> right 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 yeah <laughs> but uh you know as of as of late and and since i started following you i i noticed you're extremely um active i guess would be an understatement on social media <laughs> i know you post a lot i mean it seems right. like you don't turn off your phone um right. what's what's so with that said i guess what is your end goal for ig and youtube like where do you want to take this where do you see yourself well as far as ig now this is kind of crazy i've been building up on my ig to get to this point with youtube so really this is kind of an announcement nobody knows this yet except for a few people in April, I am shutting down the IG lives um, mid-April after I get done with a few people I have lined up just to do only Friday night IG lives with somewhere in time 1304. So I'm only okay. going to keep the fun. That's it. Because I want to concentrate 100% on new content, obviously, for YouTube. Now, what I've been doing is I've been dropping stuff from my IG. And that's how I'm trying to get out there on YouTube. So I want to start creating a lot of content once I'm through all my IG live stuff to drop, you know, brand new things. You know, I have a watch coming from Zanea Watches, Jason Hutt. I have a watch coming. Average Joe is mailing it to me on Monday, FedEx. So I will be reviewing and doing a live unboxing of the Zanea Meteorite Dial Watch. So I'm super, mm. super excited about that. Yeah. This is, and this was before my YouTube channel. He was giving it to me to do this to on my IG now. I'm very humble because I don't know any IG only personality people like I, what I was at the time that would get people reaching out to them to do that. So I'm very humbled by that. I was, I couldn't believe it. I was in shock when he reached out. To me. So I'm very thankful to him. Jason is an Jason awesome cool guy. guy. Yes. Yeah. And, and today, which is everybody listening and watching this, obviously this right. is going to be off, but today is the 14th of March. And today the Zenea episode actually aired. Yeah. So we had Jason last week. He's right. such a humble guy. So it's the audio's airing today, uh, March 14th, and the video is airing next Tuesday. So check it out. Gotcha. Uh, he actually, uh, kudos to Jason. He funded the whole project himself. It was a lot of money. 
and um, yeah, listen to the episode. He talks about some of the tribulations and right, right. some of the things. It's a really, really good episode. Jason's a good guy, and you're gonna like this. Nail watch is oh yeah, really well built. I mean, he put a lot of thought into it, and, and he didn't spare any expense. You know, so nice, nice. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So all, look, this is the wonders of live right here. Real quick, when you saw me getting away from the camera, I had to kick my cat Charlie out of the room because he jumped on my wife's changing shelf with her shirts and knocked them all over. So I'm like, yeah, let me get him out of here. But that's just yeah, the, the adventures of going live. <laughs> right, right. So you have um, two cats, correct? Three. 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 I, I have Huey, my oldest man. He'll be 10 this year. I have oh, wow. Bradley, which will be five, and Charlie, the rambunctious one that I had to kick out, he will be four this year. So, mm. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, little young uh, one, little young one. Yes. Yeah. Well, if if we could give you some advice on YouTube, is keep it up because Instagram and YouTube are two completely different beasts. Um, right. oh, for yeah. some people, they find that Instagram. I guess for both of us, for P Ross, for for mm -hmm. myself as well growing on instagram was relatively not that hard you know it was right. it was just kind of posting and you do a thing here and there and you interact right. with people and you you keep growing but you too man okay. oh yeah. god yeah it's like pulling <laughs> teeth it's, it's just it's so saturated i don't i don't know what it is obviously every every platform saturated now but it's so hard the youtube people are are not the same crowd as instagram right. and and the craziest thing is you could have I'll, I'll use my friend as an example you know uh omar uh, p so mm -hmm. he has an instagram account and he has you know over two thousand followers on instagram and right, he started a right. youtube channel and he's at a respectable hundred and something yeah. but he keeps wondering he's like how can i get my two thousand people over to youtube and i'm like i right. pff, good luck i have no good idea luck with that. right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. i was wondering the same thing miguel I was wondering mm -hmm. the same thing. I almost have 3,000 followers. You know, I have a 3,000 follower giveaway for right. ID. And I'm wondering the same thing. When I was to exercise walking this morning, I was thinking that. And it's just funny you brought it up because I'm thinking how, besides posting something every day, which I do, to click on my, my YouTube link in my bio, how do you do that? You're right. Like, if I could get all of them over, that would be fantastic. But I don't think there's a magic solution to that. No. Uh, and to be honest with you, I mean, we've been trying to get more people to listen to our podcasts too, uh, right. you know, and, and, and it's, it's tough because, I mean, we get it. Podcasts are an hour long. They're not for everybody. Are you going to listen to a bunch of guys just talk about watches for an hour? I mean, you could right. if you're driving and commuting, but unfortunately mm -hmm. with COVID, Yes. Um, people don't commute anymore, so it's it's yeah, kind of hard right. for people to 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 listen to this. Right. But what's helped us is on my YouTube channel and, and Pete Ross as well, is right. we've been doing this, you know, posting the video, and actually we've been getting a lot of traction, a lot more traction on the video than the audio, which is cool. So right. my yes. recommendation to you is find your niche, find what works for you, and if you know your thing with Adrian, your collaboration you're yeah. going to be doing on Fridays works for you. Mm -hmm. go about it that way you know what i mean and and right. it's tough man it's tough but the, the the main thing is to not get demotivated keep doing what right. you love and 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 keep at it out of passion because once you look at this as work or you look at the numbers too much like i right. did then you start to have a breakdown and then you start right. hating your life and hating everything and you start cursing things and it's like no 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 no, no. let me hit the refresh button and go back to basics why did i start this i started this out of passion because I wanted to share my love. It wasn't about the money, right? That's why you have a job, see, right? I have yes. a job. P. Ross has a job. Mm -hmm. This is not right. our job. This is exactly. passion. So that's my fun, best recommendation to you. 
yeah, best recommendation is that. And I don't have to tell you about you being a people person because you're doing right. great. Obviously, you interact with the with the community. People know mm. you. You're doing amazing, man. So keep up, keep up the good work. But as far as YouTube, so paint a picture for us. Okay. What is it that you want to focus on? You want to focus on reviews or you want to just talk in front of the camera or what, what's your style? What, what can we expect? Well, here's the thing. Okay. And I don't have a problem with people that do this. I am like you and Miguel. I'm not a homage guy. Okay. I like original pieces. So at the end of the day, I know a lot of people seem to be doing the channel on these Chinese specials over on right. AliExpress. I am not, that's, that's, you guys know, that's not me. Yeah. And that's fine. So, so basically, I want to do a little bit of everything. I do want to do reviews. Like I said, when I have people like Jason Hutton sending me out a watch, I want to do some reviews. Um, I want to talk about Pacific watches in my collection because here's the thing. Here's I'm trying to reach the little guy, the new collector, the young new man or woman collector. So to me, I want to try to inspire new people that are just getting in the hobby to be excited like I am all the time about watches. So for me, my goal is to just get myself out there to let people know that this is a cool hobby at the end of the day. So I'm for the little guy. I've always been for like the little person. So I want to just get it out there that, hey, this is a cool thing to do. This is a great community, great group of men and women, and let's just have fun collecting watches. But I do have a goal in mind. My goal would be now that I'm a YouTube content creator, you know, it just sounds so crazy saying it. Like, I feel yeah. like it's just like a huge, huge thing for me. And I just can't believe it's happening now. But my goal is to get monetize, monetization or monetized. Monetize. I want to get 1,000 subscribers and the 400 view time hours. So I'm not going to try to think about that too much because, you know, I have the YouTube streaming app that I use to pull my content. Oh no, he it put himself on mute. So, <laughs> yeah. Right when the prescription's ready, it was calling me and muted it. So basically, I'm trying not to get caught up in those stats, but that is my ultimate goal is to be monetized. So, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. It'll happen when it happens, but that is my goal. So I'm trying to at least set something reasonable as a goal to try to go right. through. Well, do me a favor. Once you do get that monetization, because fortunately I'm there, but I yeah. can tell you the money's not what right. you think it is now. The people making the money on YouTube are the ones with the millions and millions of views, right. you know, mm -hmm. do, doing really big things. But let that be a goal or a benchmark, I should say. Let that be a benchmark for you to say, cool, I hit it. What's next? But don't let that fool you because it fooled me into thinking that like, that's my goal and I'm going to make it and I'm going to be open. I don't think I've, I don't think I've publicly said this, but my goal for social media was get monetized and with that money buy watches and then flip the watches to just review watches and keep flipping them. And, and, and it just mm. didn't, it didn't work out that way and it's not right. going to work out that way. So any little extra money I'm making, honestly, I'm just going to put it away and, uh, maybe use it in an emergency situation or maybe at some point be able to buy like a really nice watch and say okay cool all my hard work on youtube right. and instagram right. and everything this is what it represents this really mm -hmm. really nice watch that i could right. really pass down to generations and maybe call it quits at that point or something i don't, I don't know <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm with you i'm with you i think that's what i would like to do is put that away towards my grail piece, my Submariner. I think that's a great idea. Even if it takes a long time, I think you're right. At the end of the day, how rewarding would that be for any of us? Right. To oh, take yeah. it and to get that piece that we want to say, 
hard work paid off. And I, I agree yeah. with you. I, that's right. I yeah, that's that's kind of my goal, to be honest with you. And I mean, I'm way, 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 way behind. Right. And, and it's going right, to take right. years, like you said. But it's OK, because, look, I'm I, I've personally been fortunate enough. And I know P has been fortunate enough to get to a point where now brands send those watches and we get to keep them now. <laughs> After we review them and do our thing, you're pretty much allowed to do whatever you want with it. And a lot of these pieces I personally don't connect with because, I mean, I get them in for review to kind of help the company out. I'm doing their marketing, but I, I got to be transparent. I do sell them. I sell them at a, at a deep discount because I'm trying to recoup some of the money for all my time and all my efforts and all my equipment. And then I end up just buying another watch that I could review and, and kind of go about it that way. That's the way I got this Hemi. I right. didn't get it from my personal money. I got it from some of the pieces that I sold and now I'm happy with this one. And I, I, I think Pete, are, are you um, really happy with it? Are you really, I am, I am looking my unboxing and, and this is kind of letting the cat out of the bag a little bit, but maybe my review will be out by the time you, you hear this and you're watching this, but it, my unboxing video wasn't very impressed with it. Um, I was just like, eh, so this is what people have been talking about, huh? Right. But, wow. but once you wear it and once you interact with it and the movement, I mean, I don't know if you guys could hear, but yeah, it's butter. It's butter, baby. It's, 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 right. It's butter. It's 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 like butter, like seriously. But yeah. anyway, I'm I'm di I'm <laughs> digressing too much here. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm deviating too much from what I'm talking. But uh, yeah, man, just just keep at it. Uh, don't get discouraged. And the community yeah. is always here for you as long as you're there for them. Right. One thing I gotta say though is, don't ever forget where you came from. And I know you don't. Right. I know you always give kudos to to your friends and everything. But don't, that's very important, man. Once you yes. start burning bridges in this community, right, right word gets around and then yes. people don't want to collaborate with you anymore. Mm -hmm. So just keep that True. in mind. Just giving you really piece of advice, you know, from the bottom of my heart, just, I wish right. you nothing but the best, but at this yes, point, sir. Steve, let's talk about other things. So let's, let's talk about sure. something else aside from watches. Okay. Whatever it's, platform is yours, man. Cool. Take it away. Whatever you want to recommend. Talk awesome. about. Well, you know, obviously beside watches, I have a huge passion for cooking now. My sister actually went to culinary school and got her AA degree, you know, as a chef. Uh, she never went back. Obviously, she had a few kids and everything. She never went back for her bachelor. Because basically, when you go back for your bachelor's, that's restaurant management, you know, and the more yeah. technical things inside. Um, okay. That's one thing that I like doing. Like, if you notice my post, I love to post my cooking. That's, that's a passion of mine. I love to cook. And I regret not doing that. You know, but obviously, think about it. When you're 18, 19, graduating from high school, you have all these ideas and it's not really practically probably what you're going to do. So yeah, I do love cooking. I love cooking. I love cooking for people. I do, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen on my post, but I'm very famous for my 25 pounds of chili that I make for to feed all my neighbors with. Right. And right. I do make yeah. that. I make it in the summer quite often once a month. It costs me about 50 bucks to make, but you know something I enjoy when people enjoy eating when I make them. So right. I'd like to, sure. I love to cook. Yeah. That's what's so, up. Yeah, That's cool. Like so if you, if you, if you had a, a a favorite or your best dish, what would it be? I have to say it's my chili because everybody raves about. It. I mean, it's it, that has to be it. That is what I'm known for. When people associate me new into the neighborhood, all the other neighbors tell them this guy makes the best chili I've ever had. I mean, I'm just happy. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to hear that. Um, and you know, I have a new neighbor on the end because I live in row homes. I have a new neighbor that bought a home on the end, the end group as you turn on my street. And the first thing I did when he moved in was told him about 
I asked him if he liked chili, and he said yeah. And the next time I made a pot, I gave him a big jar of it. So I made friends right. with the guy because I, I, I felt it was an older retired guy. So I yeah, love to cook. Cool. I do. I really like to cook. That's the only thing, really, honestly, I guess that kind of surprises people because it seems like there's still like a stereotype one cooking. And I mean, come on, guys, it's the 2000s, man. Look, guys cook and look. Everybody knows our grandmoms and great-grandmoms and moms can throw down right. in the kitchen. Don't mistake right. that. So. But these days, come on, man. Guys cook. Look, you have the chefs, Bobby Flay. You got Guy Fieri. You know, come on, man. You you got world-renowned guys that like to cook. I, I love cooking. That's just a passion of mine. And my wife loves to cook. But you know something? I think sometimes my passion gets away in it, in the way of her cooking. And it kind of, like, gets her, you know, like, upset with me because she wants to do a lot of the <laughs> cooking i love to cook i'm sorry i like to cook the meals right. you know <laughs> that's what's up man that's a good thing i, I, I do I, I do i do a little cooking man you know yeah okay you know what's what's your favorite dish to cook piros who me man oh catfish yeah. and macaroni and cheese easy you just mac said the cheese. magic word macaroni and cheese oh, Catf catfish and you, macaroni and cheese so how do you guys make your mac and cheese if you don't is it out of the box or how do you Oh man, you know what I'm saying? You get you some cheese, you know what I mean? Some milk, couple eggs, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mix that bad boy up, throw it in the oven, let it get golden brown on top. Mm -hmm. Sprinkle mm -hmm. a little uh uh sharp cheddar on top of it, you know what I'm saying? Throw it back in there, bake it again, and bang. Done. Wow. Sounds good. I can already tell that I know what this man is talking about with the macaroni and cheese because yeah. that is what is called the soul food macaroni and cheese. There's oh, no yeah. other way to do oh, it. Yeah. You do not take Velveeta. You do not take a box. You have to do what P said to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and you know what? Back in the day growing up when we were getting government cheese, that right, was the right. best cheese to use back then. Okay. So what I, I've heard that before, P. Why is that? Is it because of the taste or because it, of the fat because that has the, in it? It's because of the taste, and it's just right. like one big block of cheese, man. You know what I'm saying? And it just melts evenly. Right. You know, so you can't get good cheese like that no more. <laughs> you can't get good <laughs> Unless you get it through the government? Is that what you're saying? Government <laughs> cheese, baby. Government cheese. <laughs> well, hey, hey, people, what's up? We didn't get no we didn't get no COVID government cheese, man. They should have right. us up. <laughs> man, boy. <gasps> man, that's crazy. Well, P, other things? You got anything, man? I've been waiting because I, I've worked a lot of hours this week. Okay. I think I worked like 36 hours overtime this week. 36 oh, wow. hours? 30 oh, because we, we had man. a drug deviation at the plant. Like some drugs came up missing. Oh, so, man. you know, we had to go through oh. the process or whatever. So He works in pharmaceutical, by the yeah. way. He doesn't oh, work okay. for the cartel. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's nah, not talking about that. Those kind nah, of things. Nah. <laughs> but... Right. I got a pair of shoes in that I wanted to reveal today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have a chance to. Okay. And they are Jordan 1s. Oh, nice. You know what I'm saying? Game Royal, low tops. Those are nice. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. You know I what like I'm saying? I like that blue. I like that That's blue, man. Yeah. First time checking them out. You know, That's it's been cool. a long week. It's been a long week, man. Long. It's been a long week. Yeah. And it's going to be long. Even like today's going to be long with this time change. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. No doubt, man. Mm. Other than that, uh, I ain't really been doing too much, yo. You know? 
it's okay. So, I mean, working is is, is always important. Yeah. I mean, you got to provide yeah. for your family and do your thing. And and yeah. at least all it, three of us gentlemen here are employed and we're contributing to society. So right. that's yeah. cool. And it's exciting that we're all. I'm assuming most of us are getting stimulus checks. So that's right. That's yes. Always a yes. good thing. They, they started rolling out this weekend, Miguel. They said yeah. Saturday. I didn't see yeah. it yet, but they uh, already did. Yeah. Be responsible uh, with your money, people. Yes. 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 <laughs> Don't go out spending money on watches. <laughs> right. But right. if you do, let's see. Let's see. What what can we recommend for, for what is it? Well, 1400 bucks? $1,400. Uh. Me personally, I will go with my SPB again. SPB 143, the prospects. Right. It's like $1,200. Yeah. Maybe get a right. little cheaper. Right, right. Yeah. I think that's watch. a great choice. <laughs> what about you guys? What do you, what do you recommend on, on, uh, on the spot? On the spot. Uh, Rado. It doesn't have to be Rado. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was looking at a Rado on Joma shop. Okay. I think it might have been somewhere around nine hundred dollars or something right. like that. So a hundred or a thousand? Nine hundred. Nine hundred. Oh, nine hundred. Nine hundred. How yeah. about you, Steve? What do you What do you recommend? Okay. Well, I'm not doing this, and if my wife, my uh, wife is hearing me, I am not doing this. But if I was to frivolously to spend the my fourteen hundred, I would have to say I would hunt down a third generation JDM Seiko Monster, brand new because, and I still mm. have some change left. They're going brand new for around a thousand to eleven hundred, and that's crazy. They retail mm. for three ninety nine, and that's what their going price is for the brand Wait, new. Are you serious? Wow. They went up that I'm much? Not joking. The, the values in them are just skyrocketing. Wow. Uh, but yeah, what that's what I would spend it on. Four four hour um, movement. What movement do they have in them? Yeah, the four R thirty six. It's okay. crazy. It's crazy, man. That's, that's too mm. much. That's crazy. Too much. You're absolutely but, right. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, when when we had Mark on the show from Long Island Watch, he did yeah. tell us because we we brought it up, right? We're like, hey, the, right. the the prices on Seiko are going crazy and they're going up. He's like, guys, the retail price on a Seiko SKX was always like three hundred something dollars. Right. The right. gray market is the one that drove the prices yeah. down. Yes. But now that the gray market dealers are pretty much out, prices wow. are are normalizing to what they were supposed to be. So it's not that the prices are going up. Is it the people's yeah. perception of what it was? Right. That's, that's how it was, you know, whatever yeah. that makes any sense. But uh, right. <laughs> anyway, Steve, so we got, we got a little bit of time left. Where can people go find you? Where will plug your, your channel? Okay. All right. Well, if they could go to Instagram, they can follow me at the watch corner 700. And when they do that, they can click on my bio and click right on my YouTube link. And it'll take okay. you right over to the watch corner on YouTube. And that's like basically the easiest way to do it. Okay. And the watch corner so is all spelled out or the underscores or. Yeah. Well, on, well, you know how Instagram does it. It does the underscore watch underscore corner underscore 700. Got it. But okay, cool. That's just the way I think they throw it in. I had to throw their 700 on it because the watch corner was already taken. But if they type, if they just type up the watch corner, I will come up. They will see yeah. my ball-headed mug with my long beard that I used to have. You know, I shaved this for cancer right. to stand in unity right. with Trap Vision 3D. And I did it because I liked what he was doing. Everybody's had a loved one who's died of cancer or had mm -hmm. a bad cancer battle. So I'm growing it back now. I hate not having it. It's horrible. And I can't wait for it to grow in. I, I can't wait for it either because I don't even know this guy. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I didn't. I, I didn't wait. know the guy with the when he had the uh, just a little mustache. He looked like Doctor Phil. I'm like, is that right? Because right, when he did it, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> right, right. Acting yeah, like yeah. Steve. Yeah. Well, you know who was busting my chops about that guy's was wristwatch weirdo. You know, AKA Buddha oh, Guns yeah, 365. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Guns. He memed yeah, me. Yeah. He memed. He memed me really hard when I did yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can see that. All right, P. Ross. Right. 
uh, Rock's Wristwatch Love Everywhere, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Check out the SoCal Watch Reviews Facebook page. You know what I'm saying? Podcast Facebook page. It's all that. We're coming up. Get into it. Cool. So SoCal Watch Reviews for me on uh, three platforms, right? So the Instagram, YouTube, and this mm-hmm. podcast. If you are listening to this podcast, please go and rate it. It's not that hard. Please give us a little right. stars. If you go to the, I think, there's several several uh, platforms where you listen to podcasts. They give you the capability of leaving a comment or, or rating it because the more you rate it, obviously the more it gets uh, gets uh, found by other people. Or else people don't know who we are. And mm-hmm. I think we we've been doing a lot of work. We're almost at a hundred episodes. I know that's yeah. that's uh, yeah. maybe too early to say because we're almost at seventy. But it doesn't matter. We will get there. We're actually we're going to get to a hundred. We're booked all the way through the end of April, so we got a lot of special guests coming up. And if oh. you have anybody that's from Latin America and you want them to get into watches relojando is my spanish relojando yes i got it not close I get it. but oh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> we we hit a thousand subscribers there we're at a thousand yeah congratulations now. thank congratulations, you to those extra bro. 20 people but cool oh, yeah, for sure so steve any parting words anything else you want to yes, say yes yes i do i do want to say please check out 86 86 with a th on it leather co phil he is a guy who makes handmade leather straps. I have a super mm-hmm. dope custom blue one coming in for P's going to love this for my Seiko Recraft blue. I okay. can't wait to get it in. Yeah, if you guys oh, wow. check him out, he is on IG 86 okay. Leather Co. Please check him out. And also, okay. one other one would be Pyro Leather on IG, Doug Talbot. He is sending me a custom multicolor stingray strap for the pk horology oh. abalone shell invicta it's gonna mm. blow you guys away yes please okay. check them out stingray. cool yes. exotic yes. <laughs> yes. So, all right guys well yo, thank you for uh oh sorry i, I have one, i have one thing um i just want to let people know that we do not lose we either win and we learn very right. true nelson mandela right nelson mandela Yes, sir. And let me quote. And let me say what I say at the end of mine. Please remember, time is short. Let someone you care about know how much you love them today. That's very true. It's a hundred percent true. A thousand percent true. All right, Ooh. guys. Well, as always, thank you. Stay humble. Thanks, guys. <laughs>